0: Hi everybody, it's your pal Harry Carey here. It's a beautiful day for a hey, man, It's a wait what? Podcast? The heck's a podcast. Alright. Hey everybody, it's a beautiful day for a podcast. Your pal Harry Carey here. You're listening to Head Nerd Zone with Pete and Jay. Let's go copies. Pete you in the zone?
1: I'm in the zone.
0: All righty. you hear me okay?
1: Uh, I heard you fine, cool. and I uh, heard heard Harry Carey too.
0: Yeah, coming down from the the heavens above and uh, blessing us with his presence here. That was amazing.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not a Cubs fan now.
0: Nah, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's it's pretty good that he showed up because we're uh, we're talking sports movies here today and. Uh, are you all ready to go? You got your favorite sports movie picked out?
1: Oh, we're talking about movies? Sports movies? Oh, I thought we were talking about like Captain America or something.
0: Oh, well, I guess that could be considered a sports movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm all good to go.
0: All righty. So we we uh, drew straws before the uh, broadcast here, so I guess I'm up first. <clears throat> and, uh, and, again, I'm not saying that this is my favorite sports movie of all time, but it's definitely one of my favorites. Sports movies of all time. It is a 1976 baseball classic. I have selected the original Bad News Bears. Oh Did wow! You Did you see that one?
1: Yeah, I saw that one. I was expecting some wrestling movie or something.
0: <laughs> I, I tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> Three off the tram. <laughs> you got skilled well, I, was, I was going. I was going back and forth uh, between a couple of movies and. Um, when I was throwing up some polls on, on our Instagram page there, uh hint hint, plug plug, um yeah, I, I uh put up a uh a poll about who was the real MVP of the bad news bears, uh, Amanda or, or Kelly Leak, And uh, Amanda actually won out, if anybody was interested. Uh she barely eked it out. And I was she barely I leaked it out. She barely leaked it out. Exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, it got me, it just got me thinking. And, uh, you know, yeah, this was definitely one of my favorite sports movies, uh, of all time. Uh, I did see, uh, the follow-up movies, uh, bad news, news bears break training and bad news bears go to Japan and they were God awful. Uh, I,
1: I, I like the break in training one. That wasn't too bad.
0: It was, it was all right. But you know, uh, Walter Matthau was gone, and uh, Amanda was gone, and uh, you know it was it was a heck of a lot better than Bad News Bears go to Japan. Oh, that was horrible! Oh, that was god awful. <laughs> that was god awful. But uh, all right, so I guess I should say this up front: spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, if I've you have
0: seen if you haven't seen this movie from nineteen seventy six, I'm going to ruin it for you. <laughs> but um. Yeah, the reason I picked this movie was is I I actually played Little League baseball, and as funny as this movie was, it was also kind of sadly, it was also very, very true, a lot of the stuff that went on in this. And I'm mainly talking about uh, the the team, uh, the Yankees, uh, their highly competitive coach, the highly competitive parents, um... Yeah, that's kind of why I picked it, because it, it was it was very funny, but it was also, to me, it was also sort of like a cautionary tale, because years and years and years later, we started hearing all these, you know, out-of-control parents at Little League games and peewee football games, and I'm thinking, that's you know... <laughs> But you know what? The Bad News Bears had told us all about it back in 76, and nobody listened.
1: (laughs) That's true. They told the future, but no one cared.
0: Nobody cared. So Bad News Bears is a story of a Little League team that basically um, the father of one of the players, I think he was like a lawyer, he basically sued to get his team in the league because basically uh, his son – I forget which one of the kids on the team was his son and this group of of uh the sort of Motley crew of players here they were like the worst kids in the league so they were pretty much barred from playing so he petitioned he got the team together and he hires Walter Mathau as former minor league pitcher um <clears throat> Excuse me coach buttermaker um <laughs> he, you know, they hire him uh, to take over the team, and uh, Buttermaker is, uh, like I said, he's a washed-up minor league pitcher. Uh, he's a part-time pool cleaner and uh, a full-time drunk.
1: <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a great movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? It's, it's a great way to get it started. And uh, basically, you know, he, he's, he's given this team of kids that, like, you wonder how they walk and talk at the same time. Some of these kids, you know, Um, but they, they, they play their first game and they play the, uh, the Yankees, which is the best team in the league, you know, five years running, whatever it is. Uh, The head coach, his son is like the star pitcher. And they actually, they don't even get out of the first inning. I think uh, like the Yankees run up the score in the first inning. uh, They can't get anybody out. And, and Buttermaker's pretty much like, we forfeit. And the the kids are all disheartened, and they give up. And he kind of realizes, like, okay, that's not really good. So he, he actually starts teaching them baseball. Uh, and he goes out, and he finds... And I originally originally, when I first saw this movie, I thought Amanda was his daughter. But Amanda was actually the daughter of, like, one of his ex-girlfriends. And I guess... I guess like they they lived together and he taught her how to pitch. She was kind of a tomboy, and he goes out and he recruits her. Um, and the thing with Amanda was, you know, she was she was a tomboy. She was trying to shed that image, but secretly she loved baseball. So she joins the Bears. Uh, they kind of start doing better, and then they go out and they get the man, the myth, the legend, Kelly Leak. <laughs> Now the, let me just ask you a quick question did, in your neighborhood. Did you have that one kid that had like the dirt bike or the moped that was always like whizzing around and like everybody, like there was all these like myths about him. Did you, did you have a kid like that in your neighborhood?
1: Oh yeah. Well, uh, honestly, that kid was my uncle. Uh, my, <laughs> Sorry. just, just a quick thing. My uncles are only like a couple years older than I am because okay. <laughs> my grandparents passed away. And, uh, my Uncle Ray was that guy. He was the the athlete, the tough guy, you know, the, the motor, the, like you said, the motorbike uh, riding kid who everybody wanted to be, except for me. I didn't want to be him. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I know, that that's Kelly Leak in a nutshell, basically.
0: Yeah, because, like, in the movie, there's, like, all these rumors about him that, like, he killed somebody, and he's, like, he's really, like, uh, he's really 18 – like, he's been left back so many times and this and that. and uh, But everybody knows he's, like, he's the greatest athlete at school. Um, and they have a scene where um, Buttermaker sends Amanda in and they play uh, air hockey. Uh, you know, and she says, like, if, if I beat you, you have to join the Bears. And he's like, if, you beat, if, if I beat you, you have to go on a date with me. So, of course, she loses. And, of course, Buttermaker's like, you know, you threw the game. Blah, blah, blah. But he ends up, he plays anyway. Uh, they start winning. And unfortunately, Coach Buttermaker gets caught up in it. And he starts telling, you know, Kelly to do more. He pushes Amanda. Even though her arm is getting sore, he, he pushes her to pitch. Um, and like I said, this this is where I really started seeing a lot of parallels between the movie and when I played Little League Baseball because y- you saw a lot of this, unfortunately, um, and I think that's why, you know, that's why I really liked this movie. Cause I was like, it was a very funny movie, but it was also very true to life. What, what's your kind of take on that?
1: <laughs> You're right. You know, I, you know, I played little league baseball, uh, all the way up through high school and, you know, and now that as a father, I, you know, I coached my son, uh, till he was 18 years old and. I lived on both sides of the fence. Where I was that parent that, you know, well, first I was that kid that thought he was better than everybody else, and then uh, my parents didn't really come to my, my come to my games. But there were parents of kids on my team that really thought, you know, why isn't little Johnny playing second base, and why is this guy playing second base and that whatever it may be. And then I turned into that dad when my son was, uh, son was playing baseball. So I became the coach and so I let him play anywhere he wants. So I'm not really a great example of that, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this game real, this movie really tells the tale uh, of what real parents go through and do and kids go through on uh on a day-to-day basis, and it's also, it also talks about how these kids, a lot of these kids were, you know, bullied mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, left hide and made fun of and everything like that, and just like the movies now, you have the good guys and the bad guys. Uh, like Star Wars, you know, we have the good versus evil. This is kind yeah. of the <clears throat> same thing. the The good kids, you know, trying to come back and beat the they weren't bad kids. They were just misunderstood, or their parents really fueled their fire to make them think that they're really good. And, you know, there's one scene in – not to steal your thunder. No, please uh, go ahead. Uh, the one scene that towards the end of the, the, the movie where the Bad News Bears are playing the Yankees mm-hmm. for the championship – spoiler alert, I'm telling you guys the ending <laughs> – yeah. um, you know, Kelly – Kelly, not Kelly Leak, uh, the kid that pitched – the Yankees. His dad, Vic Morrow, uh, Roy Turner, in the movie, yeah. uh, says, "Hey, you got to, you got to hit this kid." And he's like, "I don't want to hit the kid."
0: And well, actually, actually, it was the other way around. It was. Um,
1: you're right. You're the, right. You're right. Sorry.
0: Yeah. It was, it was Engelbert, uh, the catcher, the the uh, the chubby kid, the fat kid, um, and he actually Engelbert actually had a rivalry with. Um, the pitcher um yeah. roy turner's son i forget his name but young uh, turner, <laughs> young, young, Tur- turner. <laughs> young, yeah, young will turner um <laughs> because like earlier in the game uh he almost knocked it out of the park uh so his dad comes out and he goes look like don't don't give him anything to yeah, him. Sure, right. i'm sorry <laughs> oh no that's okay that's all right hey hey it's all all in good fun, but but he's you know, but he and he tells him he's like you know, Dad, I want to pitch to him. I want to pitch to him, you know, like this is he's sort of like you know, I, I want to show him I could I could take him. So he starts kind of throwing it on the outside, and then and I you know, I believe what the kid said is the pitch got away from him. He almost hit Engelbert. I don't think he was throwing at him, but Vic Morrow comes out and just just cracks him across the face. And you think, like, oh, my God, that's the end of it. But then basically his son is just like, all right, I'll get you for this. And he, he, he lobs one in there. Engelbert actually hits a weak grounder back to him, and he holds the ball. And Engelbert chugs around the bases, and he gets an inside the park home run, and he walks off. He, he sort of does a mic drop. He drops the ball, and he goes home. And the thing with that is is when I played Little League – when I was probably around 12 or 13 years old, uh, I was a pitcher. We were playing a team, uh, you know, the star of that team was the coach's son. And, you know, it was kind of obvious that he was telling his son to like lean in the pitches. So like I hit the kid and like, again, he kind of leaned in and I felt horrible because I didn't never want to hit anybody. The next time he came up, it happened again. So the coach, was like, you know, you see, you see, he's targeting my son. You have to, like, he can't pitch anymore. So they pulled me out and they put me on first. And sort of like in the, not in the confusion, when the our other pitcher was warming up and everybody's kind of milling about, he kind of wandered over and basically told me, this is a grown man telling a 12-year-old boy, if you ever hit my son again, I'll kill you. wow And I, I was like, uh, okay. Like I was terrified for the rest of the game. It was one of our last games of the season. Um, I waited until the season was over. I told my dad who blew up, like he was like, you should have told me I would have killed the guy. And then he was like, Oh, wait a minute. No, that's, that's not right. And I pretty much told my dad right then and there, I'm like, I don't want to play again anymore. Like it's not fun anymore. And my dad who was like, my dad played baseball. He actually almost played minor league baseball back in his day. So he was a big baseball fan. He was like, you don't have to play anymore. He's like, if it's not fun, you don't have to play anymore. So like, I, I kind of saw a lot of parallels there. So that I think that's why this movie really stayed with me uh, all these years.
1: I can see why. I mean, again, I think that if you played baseball as a little kid, this does ring with you at some somewhere, you know, something within this movie. You know, there's always, like you said – there's always that one kid who thinks he's better than everybody else. you got the one coach who, you know, it's, they're 12-year-olds. It's, you know, winning winning by 30 is not proving anything. You know, again, mm-hmm. given the, the era where uh, everybody gets a trophy type of thing, and I'm not for that per se, but I'm also not for embarrassing kids on either side. So, and I think um, Boilermaker really, you know, he's like, you know what, screw this. These kids are, you know, when he becomes – clean and sober, if he ever comes clean and sober.
0: Um, Well, 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 he does does give him beer at the end of the game. (laughs) That's true, but that's definitely not going to happen now. Uh, (laughs) 1976, maybe. Uh, uh,
1: You know, he he says, you know what? Uh, She's hurt. You know, you see the scene where, you know, Amanda hurts herself, and he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm bringing in the kids to play whoever. And he's like, you know, you guys can do this. You don't need this person to win it. You just need to be believing yourself, and I think that's kind of like the the piece that the kids really need to see and understand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like he he basically said, like he he realized he's like, you know, oh my god, I'm turning into Roy Turner over there, and he he takes all the starters out, uh, he he puts in the backups, and they they start to lose. But again, it's like even even when they mess up, I, I think uh, the one kid. I think his name was Rudy Stein. He was the one with the big glasses. He was the pitcher. Yep. He was, he was like the, he was the pitcher before Amanda. Like he got a hit and he tried to leg it out into a double and he got thrown out and he like thinks coach Buttermaker's going to yell at him and he's apologizing. And he's like, no, I really liked your hustle. And you know, next year we're going to work on that. And you know, he really just told him to go out there and have fun. And, um, yeah, you know, and I think that's definitely you know it, it's a funny movie and it's it's a crude movie, but it, you know in the end it has a really great message, and uh, you know it also has a, a young man by the name of Tanner who was one of my favorite characters in that movie, <laughs> whose 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 signature line was "ah oh, crud."
1: Yeah, he was uh, the foul mouthed little kid. That was me on the field actually. <laughs> I didn't throw my glove around though, but I was definitely cursing up a storm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think that this is one of those movies that if they cut it up, parents should watch this movie if they're going to be coaches uh, and see how they, you know, look at the, the coach on the one side and the other, not to be drunk, uh, but you know, yeah. <laughs> to, you know, really see what the game is really about. And it's just a game, you know, especially Little League and. Uh, Whatever. I'm not going on my tangent. Forget it. Sorry. Start over yeah, again. No, but yeah, but
0: <laughs> no, but it, it's very true. It's you know, it's it's not just a comedy. It's it's actually you know, when I was kind of looking back at this movie a little bit, it's actually listed as like like a dramedy. You know, like yeah. it's it's got that crude humor in it, but it's really got a great story because um, there's also the story between uh, Buttermaker and Amanda, where. You know, she's pitching and then she's like, hey, you know, maybe you and my mom could like, you know, uh, I think she asks him like, so what happens at the end of the season? And he's like, well, just like ball players, like, we'll shake hands and I'll see you next season. And, you know, she's like, maybe you could hang out with my mom and this and that. And he, he basically he, he rips into her, like almost kind of telling her, look, I'm using you because you're a great pitcher. And she's sort of like, okay, fine. And she goes off, you know, he can't see it. Like she's crying, but I kind of read it and I went back and I looked at it on YouTube. He was actually like a little choked up too, kind of realizing like, yeah, I'm being a bit of a, I'm being a bit of an a-hole here. And the movie kind of ends. One of the things is she likes, she's like, she says to him, she's like, you know, you know, Hey, maybe in the off season you could teach me how to hit. And he's like, I'd love to do it. And, yeah, it's it, it's it's a it's a funny movie with really great messages in it.
1: I have to be honest, Tatum O'Neil is like my first crush from that movie.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh my God, absolutely! Because it was like she's kind of cute and she could play baseball. It's yeah. like it's like why can't girls play baseball? Amanda could play baseball.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, girls play baseball. They're they're out there, right? But uh, as a well, this movie came out in 76, so granted, I was two years old, but I saw it later <laughs> on. I saw it when I was like eight, nine, ten years old, and
0: I'm like, wow, I like this, this girl, but I like baseball too, so it appealed to everything. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think when they did the remake with Billy Bob Thornton, the girl that plays Amanda was actually, she was actually a Little League pitcher, so when she's up there, like, throwing it hard, like, that's her, like, it's not cuts or cgi or a stunt pitcher. it's it's that young uh that young lady uh pitching yeah it's a
1: shame that the actress i wish i could say her name she did pass away uh that played mm-hmm.
0: the second pitcher.
1: sorry downer time no <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but you're right I, I mean again we could spend a whole show comparing the two the two versions of it which i think mm-hmm. um yeah, I think they both have their redeeming qualities. But Bad News Bears, 1976, definitely a good movie. And I actually think in the – I was looking online. Um, mm-hmm. That is in the top 25 of best baseball movies ever.
0: Oh, I, w- I would absolutely put it up there because it's –
1: Or sports movies, not baseball Or
0: movies. sports movie. or even either either way. I mean, it, it's definitely it's definitely up there because it's not – it's not just a dumb comedy. It's, it's really, I, I shouldn't even say that. It's not a dumb comedy. It's, it's a comedy with a great story and a little bit of drama thrown in. Yep. And Tanner. And Tanner, that's right. Aw, oh, crud! <laughs> that's your new catch line. Sorry, Tanner, yeah, we're right. stealing it. Yeah, that's right, Tanner. That's how we're going <laughs> to sign off. Aw, oh, crud! Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've, I've blabbed on and on enough about my movie, so Pete, you're up. Oh,
1: I, I had to pick a movie. You didn't tell me. Yeah,
0: she, yeah you did. Okay, quick, research right. one. No. <laughs> okay,
1: so I, you know, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out which one I really, really like, um, and I have a top five, and we could talk about that afterwards. Sure. Um, but like my thing with the with the sports movie, just like any other movie, I thought, well, if I must really like it, if when it's on, I have to stop what I'm doing and watch it. Back to the Future, Star Wars, those type of movie, and Mm -hmm. one that really I that kept coming back into my head uh, was Rudy, Uh, by the story of Rudy Rudiker Mm -hmm. uh, from from uh, from Notre Dame, uh, stars uh, uh, what's his name Shane Austin, Mm -hmm. Austin. Why do I keep calling him Austin? (laughs) Uh, So. You know the story of uh, Rudy Rudiger, this young kid, and again it comes back to like back to uh, bad news bears. This undersized kid who played high school football. He was five foot nothing, and he was told he never would play college football. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a that's the overview of the movie. Ultimately, you know, he goes, he he's going to high school. His buddy goes and works in the the factories with his Rudy's dad and his dad's like you're not going to go to college you're going to work in the factory and he leaves home and says I'm gonna I want to go to Notre Dame and play football and the story takes us through his his time trying to battle to get to University of Notre Dame and uh, Mm -hmm. you know he starts off he leaves he has a girlfriend she wants to get married but he's like I want to go to college and make something of myself. So he goes out to Indiana, South Bend, Indiana, where Notre Dame is located, with nothing but his backpack or his duffel bag, and he walks into Notre Dame onto the field and says, "I'm going to play here one day." And the guy that's his name's Fortune on the in the movie, Charles uh, Dutton, um, says, "You can't be on the field." He's like, "Well, I want to be here one day and play football," and blah blah, blah, blah. and uh, so he becomes a he becomes a student at the local university and works at Notre Dame uh, as a groundskeeper. And again, the story, as it goes through, the story goes through and he, he works his way to become a student at university of Notre Dame. Now have you seen this movie? I don't even know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually did see Rudy. I saw it a couple of times. So yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's a great pick. So, Please, well, keep going. <laughs> the purpose of the, the reason why I really
1: like this movie, honestly, is the story of a young guy trying to battle to make himself better. I kind of look at it for myself too. I mean, I was a young kid in a really rough situation, and you know, I I didn't let that bother. I didn't let my surrounding you know, hold me back, and I that's mm-hmm. what I Rudy Rudiker really does that for me. He 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 reminds me of myself, I uh, guess I can okay. say. So the story goes on, and eventually he gets to be on the football team. He was working the scout team for a year and a half, and then finally the coach lets him suit up at the end of the game. And uh, I know I'm missing a lot in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately the, the goal is to play one game. And he tells his dad that I'm going to be on the field. And probably one of the most emotional moments of the movie, I guess, is him going on the field and his dad, like, clapping and saying, that's my boy, and he makes a play and the whole the whole thing from there. Big tearjerker. Uh, as they say, this is the one movie that makes
0: men cry is Rudy. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and one of the things I, I, you know, again, it was a great, like you said, it's a great movie, The Underdog Story. One of the things I thought was amazing was when he was first trying to get on to the Notre Dame, like, the scout team, and even how competitive that was, I was thinking, all right, they're the scout team, like the, the 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 tryouts just for that. Like at first, I thought, oh wow, he's already trying out for the team. He's trying out for the the scout team, which is basically that you never see them. They show up for practices. They're sort of like the tackling dummies, basically for the starters. Yep. Yeah, and and just seeing that, and and you would think, like at that, like I would think at that point, like oh, my God, I have to do this just to get on to the practice team that, yeah, Monday through Friday I'm playing, and then when the weekend comes, I'm back in my dorm. I, at that point, I would probably be like, you know what, maybe this isn't worth it. And and like you said, he he, he didn't let anything hold him back. Like he like he said, I- I'm going to play football here one day.
1: Uh, you know, he studied hard. It's not just about that. It's about, you know, working hard on going through school and, proving to his family that just because I'm a, a five foot nothing guy, I can't just not only play football, but I can go to the university of Notre Dame and make something of myself. And I thought that was, that's a great storyline there too.
0: Yeah. Cause wasn't, wasn't there a scene early on when he he was at high school and they had like a college tour and they were going to Notre Dame and he was getting on the bus and the he went to, he went to like a Catholic high school, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yes. And like the priest was like, sort of like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm gonna tour Notre Dame. And they were sort of like, Yeah, that ain't happening. And they didn't even let him. They didn't even let him take the tour.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's a, I, I think that the, again, there was a lot of also within the movie. Let's talk about some of the people that were in the movie. This movie really had you know not only just Sean, but they had John Favreau. Uh, yes. You know the great Marvel fame, Ned Beatty. I mean, you you really think about all the movies yeah. he's been in there. Vince Vaughn was in this movie. Um, That's right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, you have some actors in this movie, and you know, 1993. It's not as old as 1976. <laughs> so I did see this movie in the theater, and again, okay. one of the other things I love Notre Dame. So uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's it's probably my favorite. Now, listen, I like I said, I was. Toying around with what movie I really love and what I don't, uh, Rudy was definitely one A, uh, and then one B was Field of Dreams.
0: Oh, you know it's amazing that you say that because that was almost that was almost going to be my pick, because like you, you talked about, one of the conditions is if you're flipping around and the movie's on. Like if I flip around and I don't care what part it is, if it, it's Field of Dreams, I'm watching it.
1: Yeah, I mean you can't. That movie is. Like I said, if I had to separate football and baseball, definitely, uh, you know, Field of Dreams is one of my – is that movie, the baseball movie. Um, you know, Kevin Costner's done a ton of baseball and football movies. Uh, yeah. Some of them have been with us, but Field of Dreams, like you said, it's up there. It's the acting, James Earl Jones. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Ray, Ray Liotta. I mean, the movie is is awesome if you haven't seen it. Make sure you get out there and see it.
0: Absolutely. Because I, I've seen it numerous times and I don't care how many times I've seen it. And my wife will think I'm nuts, but when he, when he turns and he's like, Hey dad, do you want to have a catch? I'm like, where's the Kleenex? Like, I'm, <laughs> you know, and my wife is like, my wife will be like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm like, I can't even get into it, but it's, it's, it's a tearjerker. And it's like, I know it's coming and it gets me every time.
1: Well, you know, just like with Rudy and then with Field of Dreams, my wife, you know, she laughs at me when I'm crying with Rudy and he's, you know, he's on the field and she's like, you're such a baby. I'm like, listen, this is my love story. You know, that movie Love Story. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, you cry all the time at Love Story. This is my version of it. Um, <laughs> so stop it.
0: <laughs> so stop it. But there is, there is actually one sports movie uh that my wife does like and uh she gets and that was it was it was actually uh made for HBO uh Billy Crystal's movie about uh Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle 61. Oh, did you ever was, see that that was a great movie yes yeah I watched that with my with my wife and again my wife is like you know oh baseball's the one with the gloves, right? You know, <laughs> like that's her you know and she's like oh the Yankees okay the Yankees. Um you know, she has no idea who Mickey Mantle is, no idea who, like, no idea who any of these people are, and she loved it because it was a great, you know, the, the home run chase, yeah, that's part of it, but really the lives of these two men, um, I think there was the scene when Roger Maris is, is telling his story to Mickey Mantle about, like, his brother and how his brother was the superior athlete, but he, um, I forget, like, he contracted, like, he got scarlet fever like something and he he died very young and and my wife is like like she's like got tears in her eyes and she's you know i'm like oh i thought you did like baseball movies <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: exactly. I mean, that, that movie the the 61 if you're not sure uh, if we mentioned uh, did you mention this it's the battle for uh the most home runs in baseball history in 1961 yes. the great race um to be who to be another famous uh great yankee uh Babe Ruth, who had six. Babe Ruth, runs. Yeah. Uh, But that right. that movie, I think that um, God, who played uh, Roger Maris, and I can't think of his name. Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. He did a great S- job in that
0: movie as yes. it's Maris. it's And if you put like, if you find a picture of Barry Pepper as Roger Maris, and find a picture of Roger Maris in his prime, and you put them side by side you don't know which is which, you know, (laughs) you you know, okay. One will be in color, but I mean, (laughs) I mean, it was like, he was like, he was like the spitting image of Roger Maris, um, Thomas Jane who played Mickey Mantle. um, My dad actually watched the movie and and that was sort of like my dad's generation. Like he remembers Mickey Mantle and like the way he kind of calls it the tragic story of Mickey Mantle, the way he, he basically drank himself out of a career and my dad would say, he's like, "You know, wow, that guy like he, he's Mickey Mantle when you see him." so great casting, great movie. Um, so what, what were some other uh, sports movies you were thinking about? Well, uh,
1: another baseball movie that, again, in my top five here, and like I said, a couple hours trying to figure out what I wanted to talk talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Natural with uh, Robert Redford is one of my oh, other okay. favorite movies.
0: Yeah, that was definitely a good one. Um Yeah,
1: Mel Streep in it. Streep. Uh, Mell- that's you right.
0: Yes, that's so right. Yeah, I'm half, done. right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um trying to think. Uh Wilford Brimley's in that. He's he plays the coach. Yes. And yes. Have, yes. And yes. you have uh Robert Duvall.
1: Yeah, Robert Duval's in that as well as Kim Basinger. Basinger. Uh oh she,
0: right, right. Yeah.
1: And basically, the story of the natural is this young up-and-coming kid from the from the country who can mm-hmm. throw a fastball like it was going out of style. Comes, she's mm-hmm. traveling to I think Chicago at the time, and
0: right, right. He,
1: he's, he's on this train, and he he gets to meet the Babe, which was it was supposed to be a a version of Babe Ruth, and right. I think they, I think.
0: Yeah, they called him, like, the whammer or something. Um, yeah,
1: right. And they stop, and the kid's like – the two the two uh, promoters for these guys basically said, my kid can strike your kid out. And uh, Babe's like, no way, it's not going to happen. And he strikes him out in three pitches. Yep. And, and he's on his way to fame, and then he meets a girl, which uh, really starts to hold downfall.
0: <laughs> and, right, yeah. Like, he get he gets shot. and. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> He gets shot. He disappears. He's then he returns, thirty years later as this this old, older gentleman. I guess as we say, older forties. And we're both right. right. And he comes <laughs> back, and he's like this great baseball hitter. Baseball hitter. And uh, the coach won't let him play. And the one day he comes out in the field, and he uh...
0: knocks the cover right off the ball. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great one. That yeah. was definitely great. There's a lot of good ones out there, and. One of the ones I was thinking of and, and when Pete and I discussed this before and it it actually, I was probably going to go with this one when I said, oh, I think I'm going to do a wrestling movie. It was actually Vision Quest. Uh, did you ever see Vision Quest with Matthew Modine? I have not. Well, after this, you're going to run right out and see it. That's right. (laughs) Is Is that a hidden gem? That is most definitely a hidden gem. Uh, of course, Pete is referring to our, uh, our good friend, Alan, who has a podcast, uh, Called hidden gems about movies that weren't quite that famous but were pretty good. Um, Vision Quest was Matthew Modine is a high school wrestler, who he's a very good wrestler. He wrestles at around one eighty, but there's uh, it takes place in Washington State. There's this uh, kid named, his last name is Shoot, so everybody just calls him Shoot. He's like the greatest high school wrestler ever. All four years, never been beaten, never been pinned, but he wrestles at like one sixty. So Matthew Modine is like, I'm going to drop the 18 to 20 pounds and I'm going to wrestle shoot. And it's, it's a great, it's a great, uh, drama. Um, Linda Fiorentino, she kind of plays like this artist, this older woman who passes through town. Um, Matthew Modine, his character's name is Loudon Swain, which is like, that's an incredible name right there. Um, his dad rents out a room to her. They start a little affair and it's basically, it's just like his dedication to like, I i am, I am going to like do this. I'm going to train to beat this kid shoot. And it has one of the great training montages. Like there's a, a, a scene where he's, he's kind of like he's lifting weights and he's jumping rope and it's set to um, hungry for heaven by Ronnie James Dio. It's like, it was, this was actually one of the first, like movie soundtrack CDs I went out to buy because uh Dio's on it Madonna has a couple of songs on it um it was like it was like a it was kind of like a cool soundtrack <laughs> well it sounds interesting yeah check it out uh any other any other sports movies you were thinking of oh I can
1: tell you that you know again there's other there's so many out there and I'm sure Here you, you guys call us tell us uh Instagram us what your favorite one is. I mean there's so many Rocky, Rocky Two, Rocky Three, not Rocky Four, not Rocky Five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Rocky Balboa though.
1: Rocky Balboa is good. I mean you have those movies. Um, you know God, there's so eight eight men out, uh, a eight great man out. with uh, a young eight. John Cusack. Uh, mm-hmm. so there's a ton of movies out there. Now I have the top five Mm-hmm. Worst movies, worst sports movies ever. You think you can give me a? You think you can guess them?
0: Oh God! Worst
1: sports movies
0: ever. The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like Mighty Ducks. What are you talking? About? See, I like, I like the Mighty Ducks. I don't know. I honestly, because even even if you look at some of the comedy, like the sports comedies, like uh, The Replacements, um, my well, Mighty Ducks is more of a kids movie. I mean, they're all good movies. So I honestly, if if you were to ask me the the worst, I. I Cannot think of one because any sports movie that comes to mind, I can find a way to kind of justify it. So. Right, well
1: we're gonna challenge you on that one. Uh, All
0: right, go ahead. The first number five. Uh-huh. According to
1: westward, uh Westword dot com. Okay. The, the Air Up There with Kevin Bacon. Are you familiar with that movie?
0: No. <laughs> right,
1: so they air up there. <laughs> and I, I saw I, – you know, I watched too many movies as general, so uh, – But this okay. one – Kevin Bacon is is uh, basically a scout, and he goes to Africa to recruit this 12-foot-tall tribal African player. And I think it was Manu Bull who played the kid. Okay. Uh, and he he's, – so he's that's his goal is to go get this guy to come play basketball, and it's just – a mess. The movie's a mess. So uh, he ends up hurting himself, and um, you know, it's some people. I don't know. It was so bad, I couldn't even tell you the rest of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. Like, it, it really does not sound. I, I never. I never even heard of it. Okay. I, was, I thought you were gonna say like he's a professional mountain climber or something. I'm like the air up there. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. well, he Number four. Yeah, number four.
1: Okay, is is it, I don't know if it's considered a sports movie. It is a sports movie, but I don't know. It's on the border. They say okay. Soul Surfer. Are you familiar with Soul Surfer? The girl who the, loses her
0: arm. The girl who time. loses her arm. Yeah, yeah I
1: mean that, that was number four.
0: It's pretty sad. Wow, that's very that's, sad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's like wow. I mean, I, I did see that movie and. You know, okay, maybe some of the acting wasn't that great in it, but the, the just sort of the story of, of the fact that this girl has her arm bitten off by a shark and is just like, all right, so when can I get back out there and surf again? And it's, <laughs> wow, one of the worst ever. Wow, that's,
1: <laughs> that's, that's very sad. I mean, and the girl goes on to be like a great chess player, I believe, at the end of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, number three, Rocky Five.
0: We got that one on there uh okay yeah I can't, I can't i can't defend that one yeah <laughs> that was that was pretty bad <laughs> you know
1: it was good until it started i mean uh, the credits were good uh <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely
1: <laughs> number two is like mike are you with like mike uh, yeah I, I mean
0: i thought that was kind of like a cute movie you know okay magic basketball shoes that he's out there it's yeah, it's not the greatest movie, but it's it's sort of a it's, it's sort of a eh, it's Saturday, it's snowing, eh, let's throw it on. Why not?
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like sports. <laughs> I like sports. Thanks. Uh, number
0: one was uh, Air Bud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I, I don't know if
1: I could even consider those sports. Movies. Oh yeah. And this is, I, I'm just giving you what the, the world is telling me. Okay. I don't know. I, to tell you. I hear you. I hear you. No,
0: I, I get
1: it. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's about a dog that plays basketball. It's great for kids. It's not an adult movie. Oh God, no. Uh, so if you see a kid, a dog playing basketball, make sure you're filming it with your iPhone or whatever it is so that you can be, you know, you can get famous and say this dog has been playing basketball.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, <laughs> and unfortunately, that 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 there was a bunch of sequels. Like he plays like hockey and volleyball and
1: God knows what. else. <laughs> he plays every sport. He might be even doing ice skating. I have no idea. Sure. Um, but believe it or not, on this list, this top fifty, number yeah.
0: twelve is Field of yeah. Dreams. For worst. Yes. Oh, my God. I think communists wrote that one. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. It's it's crazy. So
1: whoever did this
0: list, you're idiots. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) You, you got Air Bud right, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: How do you compare Air Bud to Feel the Dreams? You know, <laughs> that's like doing a podcast with two guys that don't know each other and just talk about
0: stuff. Oh, wait. I know, right? I mean, that's yeah. happening now. Okay. <laughs> 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 but like Pete uh, like said, I mean, this is definitely something I think, you know, we could definitely do again. I would definitely like to do it again. Because just, just coming up with a movie, I think really, really before we started to record, I was really – kind of torn between talking about Bad News Bears or Vision Quest. Um, so I, I definitely think we could do this again. So you can find us uh, on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Or you could you could contact us here on Anchor. Tell us what your favorite sports movie is. Or, or better yet, tell us what sports movie you would like us to talk about.
1: Yeah. So something that I might know, okay? Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't really want to talk about up, up the air up there. Um, yeah, please. Because <laughs> I don't think I would want to watch it to, to prepare. It does not exactly. sound good. So make
1: sure you guys are listening to uh, us here on Enter the Nerd Zone. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay and I talk about everything and anything, obviously. Yes, right. um, yes. If we could do a whole <laughs> episode of the air up there, it would be very impressive. Uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you listen to Jay and I on stuff you don't need to know Jay does a yes. bunch of great stuff on there uh one thing i think you still are you still doing the um the fictional bands
0: i every Friday I'll be talking about fictional bands uh bands that are made up for movies or t v shows yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah
0: oh no I was gonna say and Pete does great sports recaps uh You know, he did the playoffs. He did the college championship the other day. It's sort of five-minute, little five minutes, uh, what's going on in sports this week. Yeah, you know, we talked
1: some TV. But make sure Mm -hmm. that that you guys go to Enter the Nerd Zone on Instagram and tell Jay which fictional bands you want him to talk about. Um, Sure. There's so many out there. I mean, I can't think of any. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Music is not my forte, especially fake bands. Um, (laughs) So... Do that and then also listen to uh, myself on Fat Guys and Little Coats.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Pete and our good friend John have that uh, podcast, Fat Guys and Little Coats. And our good friends, Alan and John, have a a great nerd podcast called uh, Nerd and Me. And Alan and John, they also join us on stuff you don't need to know. Uh, John does actually, he does great uh, five minute, five minute plus segments uh, on American history. So you'll learn some stuff. (laughs) He's trying to teach us what's wrong with that guy. (laughs) And uh, our friend Alan, he does some comic book stuff. Uh, He does some movie stuff. And uh, like I said, you know, tune in every day to stuff you don't need to know because you know what? You'll never – you never know what you're going to hear.
1: Exactly. You're so smart. You say that so
0: well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just reading it off the paper here. (laughs) Okay, good. Figured. All righty. Well, this this was great. I had a lot of fun doing this. And, and I think we definitely need to do a, a future episode, more, more sports movies. Maybe we'll, like I said, write in, call in, text, fax, whatever. Tell us what movie, sports movie you would like us to talk about. And uh, unless it's the air up there, we'll probably talk about it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And we will talk more sports when we talk Harry Potter. We'll go well in depth into the Quidditch.
0: Oh, let me tell you. I used to play this game called the Quidditch World Cup on uh, on the PC. So, yeah, I could blather on about Quidditch till the cows come home.
1: <laughs> for it too, right? We, no, it's not like going to Harry Potter. Right
0: now. <laughs> oh no, because you know some of us have to get back to work eventually. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I guess then, Jay, uh, this may be goodbye for now.
0: Aw, oh, crud!
1: So <laughs> <laughs> same bat time.
0: Same bad channel. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All
1: right, bye.